0: Eric, you're breaking up a lot, by the way, on your side.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Are you stroking a hooker over there? What are you doing? <laughs> I, I, I am not. Stop okay. I, am not. Well, I wish you would. I you think, would be clear. I
2: think she would be stroking him. Correct. Shane? <laughs> yeah. uh, what do they call yeah, that? A circle just jerk. That out there, I don't know.
0: Circle jerk, not just a cool punk band.
3: <laughs> anyway, depends what he paid for. That's right. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> uh-huh. How dare you assume my
4: gender?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm using this bathroom, and you fuckers can't tell me I can't. So. I thought
2: we were assuming his or her gender, not yours, Eric.
4: <laughs>
0: oh, True. okay,
4: good.
2: I'll good. see. That, you know,
0: okay. that's better. I appreciate
2: it. <laughs> different folks, different strokes. You know.
0: <laughs> not just yeah. a cool '80s comedy.
2: Peekaboo,
1: you fucks, you i see you you
5: do you want to talk or do you want to bet we had two bags of grass 75 pellets of mescaline five sheets of high-powered water acid a salt shaker half full of cocaine a whole galaxy of multicolored uppers downers screamers lappers also a quarter tequila quarter rum in case of beer,
4: find a raw ether.
5: Two dozen cards is a foolproof system. It's also illegal. It's not illegal. It's frowned upon, like
3: masturbating on an airplane. I'm pretty sure that's illegal too. Yeah, maybe after
6: 9/11, where everybody gets insensitive. Thanks a lot, Ben Notten.
0: Hey, everybody! Welcome again to another Vegas Confessions. Um, I'm Shane.
4: I'm Julian. <laughs> I'm Eric. How you guys doing? Doing good, brother. How are you guys? Really well. Really well.
0: Yeah, not too not too bad. I mean, it's um it's been busy and for those of you who kind of reached out on Twitter and other social media said, "Hey, what's going on?" because we kind of missed a week. Um there was a reason for it because I think we all whether it was trip related, work related, we all had shit going on. So, you know, we apologize. We try not to do that, but I don't know, man. You too. I think sometimes life gets in the way, right? Is that the right term? Yeah. Yeah. So we are back. Um, we've got a couple of things to talk about. One of the things that we uh, wanted to do, we're going to kind of cover. And I, I, and I can't. I'm trying to look back in my memory banks here. Somebody had asked about sports betting, and um, Eric did some research on that. And I think he's going to kind of clue that in. But m- most of all, other than our trip that we're going to discuss for Oceans 14. Um, I, dude, you just, Eric, you just got back from Vegas. How the fuck was that?
4: (laughs) Well, the Vegas portion of the trip was really good. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, um, spent a couple of days in Vegas. Um, the, the impromptu stuff that, uh, I had alluded to last time. Um, I was asked to record a couple of episodes of Gambling with an Edge with uh, Bob Dancer and Richard Munchkin.
3: Very which, cool. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, this That's was awesome. like,
4: th- yeah, this was this was a really really big deal to me. So they're cycling through. Expect those episodes to drop in September. Uh, but I spent a lot of time with them, hmm. and it it corresponded with the. Um, seven-star signature event uh, that had that uh, Caesars Entertainment does every year and since this will be my last year qualifying I take them up on it didn't didn't go to a whole lot of uh, their events Uh, just kind of ducked in and wound up giving away my tickets to most of the other things (laughs) but but and this is a big but I have a group of friends I don't know if you're aware that recently went to Laughlin. Oh. Yeah. And they had, they had <laughs> a lot of go. good things to say about Laughlin. So I said, well, what the heck? I'll take a drive to Laughlin. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Seriously?
0: That yeah. That explains so, the text you texted me. Like, what casino has such and such? I'm like,
4: why is he asking this? Pachinko. Yeah. I wanted to play Pachinko. <laughs> so... um. I was there. I got to Laughlin, and I didn't make it to every casino, but I parked over at Harris. I took the water. <laughs> I took the water taxi down to uh, Golden Nugget, I yeah, think, yeah. Mm-hmm. and walked a little bit further, and then kind of backtracked. What what was it? River River Lodge was River that- Lodge. River Lodge, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so River Lodge was an awesome property. I had a really, really good time there. I went to the bar where you recorded. Everybody remembered you and had really, <laughs> really nice things to say about the group. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I went to play some pachinko. And I, I still don't really understand <laughs> what I was doing. <laughs> but, but I got to play. And then I went back to Harris, And I had self park. I got in the elevator. Now, remember how hot um, Laughlin was in July? Oh, Jesus. I
0: was going to ask 120, they said, right?
4: Yeah. 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 So I don't know what the number was, but I'll tell you, August could not have been much cooler than whatever you had. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it was uh, bearable to some extent. So I get in the elevator. Uh, I'm riding up to the fourth floor to get back to my car. And the elevator stops. Oh, shit.
0: <laughs> Sorry. I'm laughing with you, not at you. <laughs> well, we could, we
4: could laugh now. So, I'm in the elevator. There is uh, myself and uh, a young lady who is uh, clearly panicked. <laughs> and buttons uh, aren't working. Can't get through to security. We are... Stuck. It uh, is hot, hot as balls, hot, no airflow whatsoever, and there's nothing they can do. We are stuck. Think <laughs> think the best advice they have for us is uh, you know, the fire department will get here as soon as they can. You know, just try to think through thoughts.
0: Which drives from Vegas, so whatever that fucking time looks like.
4: (laughs) I I think I think it came from um what what's that play Bullhead uh, Bullhead Bullhead? yeah Uh, yeah I think it was Bullhead. So anyway, um, (laughs) hot. There was there was so much sweat on the floor of that elevator. I, I mean, just gross all the way around. Oh, my right. God. So, eventually, they get us out. Um, the young lady who I was, you know, trying to calm down. <laughs> at, at some point, I just gave up. And, you know, she, yeah, yeah. she, right? I mean, so, um, we get out of the elevator. And I am now, like drenched so i said you know what like i i should get a room here <laughs> and clean up a little bit so i go to the harris desk and i say hey i was the guy in the elevator I, <laughs> what, what could you do I, for me <laughs> I, I could really use a room and the issue was i already had a room with caesar's entertainment in las vegas what? What? I don't, that doesn't make sense. No, no, I, I legit, all right. Well that that's a separate story. We should we oh, should get oh, into okay. the room hopping okay. and all the rooms that I had in Vegas. <laughs> oh, okay. But, yeah. but I, I was legitimately checked into a room in Las Vegas. Okay. So I needed I needed a room and I needed a shower. And, you know, after he said to me, Well, I, I can't comp you a room, you're already in a comp' room. I reminded him that I was trapped in his elevator. At 120 <laughs> and not to forget to mention a seven stars player. Yeah, <laughs> oh, we, we didn't. We didn't even we didn't even need to go there. So, he yeah. Was like, yeah. Okay, OK, OK, OK. All right. I'll get your room. No problem. So he gets me a room and I go to check in, go into the room.
0: And the young and, lady's there. No. Oh, okay,
4: God, that would have been a, okay, a nice stop, tie up. Give me. Don't don't get me in trouble. We don't need that.
0: Yes, so. it's Laughlin, I have
4: <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. So I go into the room and I, I'm already talking myself through it. Like, I know Laughlin's standards are lower than what I would normally expect. And I'm right. not, not looking for a palace for a clean room to take a shower, change my clothes, and then decide if I'm going to drive back or not I walked into this room (laughs) I opened the door and right out of my mouth nope nope (laughs) it was that bad (laughs) there there were various bodily fluids visibly in the room I'm willing to bet that any hotel room that you go to this country. If you look hard enough, there may be like you know, a black light or something. Oh yeah, yeah. sure. I, I didn't have a black light.
0: Oh, you should ask Chris Kim. He's got one. He carries one around with him.
4: I for I fun, it's his hobby. Yeah, yeah. I didn't need it. Oh. It was it was, it was so visible. Evident <laughs> there, right? And oh I, I yeah. Oh, so, so I, like, I don't even want to shower in there. Like, it, it, it was just, it was bad. So oh I my go God. back downstairs, and I said, you know, I said to the guy, like, look, I appreciate you trying to help me out, but that room, it, it needs to be cleaned. I, I can't have it. He was like, well, we're full. I don't have anything else I can give you. And Could you give me something well, without sperm on the doorknob? Would that have been <laughs> possible? <laughs> I said, well, how about you take a second look and you know given the circumstances we just kind of try to work through this i don't need like a room that i'm going to sleep in do you have an out of order room with a working bathroom like something and he says yeah okay he gets me another room and there's like spider webs dust oh, jesus christ herb, and, like it was it was kind of nasty it really was and I I'm I'm really I, I'm not asking for like a suite. I'm not asking for, you know, like uh extra square footage. <laughs> I'm I'm looking for a clean shower. I didn't think it <laughs> much to ask. And um, Don't don't tell me. This, don't don't. This me. this room doesn't qualify either. <sighs> so I go back downstairs. <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Groundhog's and, Day, <laughs> like Groundhog's Day. Now, I'm I'm a I'm generally a pretty affable guy, right? I don't I don't think I give anybody a hard time. No. But, but I've now been trapped in your elevator for a very 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 long time, and I've given you two different chances to make it up to me with just a
0: clean shower. It's really all yeah, I want. Yeah, a clean yeah. shower. And meanwhile, they're fucking putting you in Scooby Doo mansions through the whole fucking time. <laughs>
4: right. right. So at this point, I said to the gentleman, I'm out. Thanks for trying to do this. And I give him back the room keys. And I I depart for Las Vegas. Um, if you think it's a OK drive, like upbeat, and you have fun. like Yeah, that's kind of cool. It's not that miserable. Like you want to sit on a towel in the car, even if uh. it's a rental car. That is not a fun
0: drive. You know, that, dude, I that. would have at least bargain for some wet wipes to try to put yourself back in order. I, I mean, I, I, you know, something. I just. That is unbelievable.
4: God damn. Do you have, do you have a mop? Can, yeah. I, can I borrow a mop? <laughs> <laughs> give, me, give, me, give, me, give me a mop and a shed, and I <laughs> promise I'll be good. It's
0: all I need. Just give me a galvanized tub this big so I can stand in it. This big. That, that's all. Just, just uh, rinse off. Oh, my right. God. Man, that is hilarious.
4: But the funny thing is, prior to the elevator incident, I really enjoyed Laughlin. I thought River Lodge with their desk chairs rolling around on the uh, casino floor and their, you know, little themed off. I thought it was really cool. I thought it was really cool. Don't don't let that
0: change your (laughs) judgment.
3: Was the pachinko actually the little steel balls?
4: Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, no it was it, nice. was it was it was legit. Um I I don't know if I won or not, but you know, <laughs> it was it was fun for a couple of minutes. Um uh, <sighs> something to note though, the um the bar at River Lodge where you guys held your uh, live podcast. Right. They sell tobacco and alcohol at incredible prices.
0: Did you see that? I caught that when I was there, too.
4: Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, and like, cheaper than I can buy at home. Oh, I know. You're right. in a resort, and you can buy it. I think I had plans of going back to stock up on a few things, and, you know, that, that just didn't happen. But, <laughs> Go figure. But interesting to know... Oh, no, I'm sorry. I was just
0: going to say, I, I talked to the guy, actually, when we were kind of doing a setup because I noticed that, and I i want to get a feeling like, is this very... You would be surprised, evidently, according to his input of how quick they go through everything. I mean, it, it would just really, of course, with the prices and the ch- and the theme of the casino of, of that particular one. Um, It, it kind of, yeah, it kind of actually it, it took me aback a little bit. Yeah.
4: Okay. So... As you might recall, last episode, I talked about the deal that I got at Park MGM, where basically the food credit more than covered the cost of the room. Right, right, right. So, I started my trip with a room at Park MGM. I got in really late. There was no reason to do anything different. And I checked in. I'm not entirely sure what they're going for there. Um, uh, I was wondering. Hmm. The room, the room was pretty terrible. <laughs> the casino was uninspiring, I guess, to be kind. How much changes um, on the casino, if you don't mind me asking, from what it was? I, you know, it's been a long time since I've been in Monte Carlo. Uh, okay, okay. I, I have never been a uh, big. Uh, MGM Resorts or M-Life Consumer. Right, right. Okay. I just know that I I didn't like it. And I had the room for another day. But I decided I would go back to American Express Fine Hotels and Resorts. So this room is fine, but if I can get a good deal, I'm going to switch to a better place. So the very next day, Delano, which is the... Uh, it used to be, uh, the hotel at Mandalay Bay. Right. Right. Very, very nice property. I had a very similar situation where I could book a room there and the credits and everything that they give you was way more than the cost of the room. Hmm. So, so now between the park MGM deal and the Delano deal, now I'm sitting on like, I don't know. $300, $400 Three four hundred dollars worth of uh, food and beverage credits for M Life, any of the MGM Resorts properties, and that's the night that the uh, Seven Star Signature event started at Caesars. Oh, okay. <laughs> so great! So as part of that, I had to check into Harrah's. Hmm. So now for one day, I have a room at Park MGM. I have a, keep in mind I'm one person. Yeah. I have a room at Park MGM. I have a room at Delano. I now have a room at Harris. And I'm going to Laughlin, so I really don't need any of these rooms. <laughs> you fucking asshole. God
3: yeah. Well you really do, but you didn't yeah, know. That yeah, yet. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right.
4: At this point I don't know. All right. So the so let's fast forward through the Laughlin part of the story. Oh, and and by the way, um if you're at Harris, and I don't know what tier you need to be, but um, they gave me vouchers for the water taxi, oh yeah, oh, yeah, so we didn't uh there was no paying for the water taxi anyway, so now i'm coming back the next day this is the the Laughlin situation, and I have checked out of Delano, I have checked out of park m g m all I have is Harris. And the last thing I want to do when I get back <laughs> is go, to, to, a go to a Harris, right? <laughs> right, right. So I, so I go back to American uh, Express FHR, and I see that I could stay at the Palazzo for, like, nothing. Hmm. Out of uh, you know, credits. <laughs> and... so, I, so I book a room at the Palazzo. <laughs> so now I'm driving back from uh, Laughlin.
0: And, uh, Looking like you, the
4: Palazzo, like you do. Like you do, right? Because
0: how many people
4: go from Laughlin to the Palazzo? <laughs> at right, the same? right. That's classic. Right. That's really uh, classic. Yeah. But keep in mind, try to have a mental image of what I might look like walking. <laughs> That's what I was thinking about doing. <laughs> spider Setting so on a sweaty. towel. That uh, <sighs> was awful. It was awful. So I get to the Palazzo. This is my first time actually staying at the Palazzo. I have uh, stayed at the Venetian prior. Um, Man, like, what an upgrade. Like, so much nicer. So um, I got into my room at the Palazzo, and I did not move. They could not get me out of that room. It required. (laughs) It. It. I I wanted squatters' rights. I mean, it was really that much nicer than everything else that I had seen. So that was, let's see, Park MGM, Delano, uh, Harris Las Vegas, Harris Laughlin, and the (laughs) Palazzo, all within two days' time. Five rooms.
0: Well, let's just sum this up too. Your your fucking perspective, sir, after leaving Laughlin, is pretty goddamn low. So when you roll into Palazzo, was a, you know, I mean, but That's not true. saying it's not, you know, a nice because it really is a nice property. But, man, you uh, run from the ringer. Holy God.
4: Ugh. It is it is entire. You know what? You bring up a really good point. It is entirely possible. I could have stopped at a Holiday Inn Express on the way back. <laughs> but <been> just fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and book two this. nights at that break. <laughs> <laughs> Right? That was-
0: they have a sink.
3: Oh, <laughs> it, it really is funny you mention Venetian Palazzo being really nice, the hotel, because a lot of YouTubers stay there, and they really, really like the place, and just like you said, the upgrades and everything they've done to it recently, all the additions and stuff, just a really nice property.
4: Yeah, The the food was good, the room was beautiful, like I had literally no complaints, and as somebody who has stayed in Caesars Entertainment Properties for a long time, I I don't think I've ever had no Hmm. I think I've had a few good trips where I was, you know, just pretty happy overall. But never like, oh, yeah, everything was great. There was never an issue.
0: You know, but if nothing else, you can take away from this trip that um, it, number one, it was probably a learning experience and you have stories to tell. So th- that's always good for the podcast. So thank you for going through what you went through with the elevator. I planned that. Mm-hmm. I wanted a good story when you came back. So, <laughs> you know,
4: <laughs> lofty confessions. yes
3: i will say you and dr mike have been on the move lately with vegas that's for sure dr mike's been going to vegas a lot too this this past
4: month Mm. well so i'm going back on sunday
1: yeah i was (laughs) gonna say
4: (laughs) it's really it's i mean it's really stupid at this point like
1: Mm.
4: you know sometimes i look at my wife and i'm like she hasn't said anything yet
0: <laughs> you know, before, right, can I push all this? right let's go
4: let's let's go
0: for one more, <laughs> oh man, yeah. yeah, that is cool, Well, sir that one experience, so it is definitely memorable, I can imagine you know I wanted you know i Julie and I both was like, hey we can't we can't wait, you know we're kind of prepping before this uh before the recording. It's like God, we can't wait to hear Eric's story back from what he was doing, and I gotta say I kind of regret it at this point. But you know, that, that's okay, that was one of the story. But we did, um, we did want to roll into shout outs, um, you know, and I'll kick it off. It's not really as much of a shout out as it is support, I think, more than anything. So, you know, we've talked about it before with the podcast community, and um, you know, we support each other, and that's kind of what we do. It's its own little tribe in a way. Um, so when we have another podcaster that does something, whether you know, that's up your alley, what you necessarily listen to, really doesn't matter. The support's there. So uh, Mitch, off Tipping the Odds, um, I caught today that uh, he actually has a new podcast. And for those of you who listen to Tipping the Odds, and it is Vegas-based mainly, um, he's got a new podcast that's going to be more political, evidently. Uh, it is called If Trump Was a Democrat. It is on Apple iTunes and other things. And I will just safely say, you know, I would support you through and through, sir i don't uh no matter what your viewpoint is, I still support your right to do that viewpoint um and and from what we know of Mitch, just us three and anybody else that knows the guy is very he he's very uh, uh what's the word affectionate for um politics, politics. and our country <laughs> where we're at, so I wish you the luck on that I really do you know, and the other podcast the other actually mention I have is um just the whole ocean's fourteen thing. Again, it's a huge team. Uh, Julian, what you did with Plaza, which we'll we'll cover towards the end, um, and the hookups and everybody working together, and uh, you know, shout out to Chris Kim off Faces and Aces just for doing a lot of the the footwork in the background with the graphics and the scheduling and the you know he's he set a lot of that up with feedback from everybody and um, you know it's just nice. It's neat to see see the team work together and make something happen to get it off the ground. Uh, we've done this before, but uh, you know it's always fun, and I just felt it, uh, I just felt obliged to mention it so those those are mine
3: too cool I will touch on that last one you mentioned Chris Kim from Faces and Aces the guy I mean his work speaks for itself you guys will start seeing a lot of the uh, graphics and GIFs coming out here soon this uh coming up week we know we're gonna have some friends actually in Vegas this week You we know a lot of people are getting together for the whole Vegas Vacation 7 meetup so I think Eric's making a his presence there so uh you know big shout out also to uh our buddy, Han, because, of course, when he noticed there was no Vegas Confessions this week, he's like, hey, guys, no show this week. What the hell's going on? You guys live?" So thank you, Han. We appreciate that.
4: So I came home to um, gifts. It was really very nice. Oh, uh, yeah. So <clears throat> at Joe Panda S.A.V. He sent us cookies. It was, uh, uh say that he's really say very it. nice yeah really? he had uh he's from georgia and there oh, are nice. uh, some specific uh, georgian cookies and um my wife and kids enjoyed it and uh i thank you uh we got another gift i i wasn't the recipient but we have to mention at kid dakota
0: i was gonna say yes, yes. that was my next one but yeah cover this wanna, this is
4: awesome you want to cover that
0: um, um, yeah, actually, yeah, I guess so uh kid Dakota uh was a guy that we met, um great guy, actually, I met, I don't know if you guys have met him prior um during the Zorkfest in Vegas, and just really hit it off, great guy, uh actually spent most of the time with him, I think he kind of followed us and we followed him back from Golden Gate downtown, et cetera, et cetera i we get this email uh, from him. Uh, saying, Hey, we'll send you a gift, uh, not only this podcast, but another podcast that I'm part of. And uh, he sent these, these, um, transparent plaques cubes that has our logo sunk into it. Um, you know, it doesn't matter how simple it is, whether it's cookies, like Eric said or something else, but when you get something, it's anything and it doesn't really matter what it is. That means they're thinking they're actively taking that time that I personally just, it outweighs more for me. It just, it makes me feel good that, you know, they're caring enough to do something like that. And, um, yeah, thank you, kid Dakota. I thought that was, um, we all thought that was, that was awesome.
4: And, uh, last shout out goes to, uh, Mike C. Uh, Mike saw that I was in town and made it a point to come meet up with me. And we had breakfast one day. Nice. Yeah. We had all of those, uh, food credits to, uh, use up. (laughs) And he, uh, He caught me at like a a rough moment. I was dealing with some uh, business stuff from home. And like he just comes to the table and I shake his hand and welcome. How's it going? And now my phone's ringing and it's stuff that I got to take. And he was cool. He just kind of hung out and had some coffee, but uh, spent, I don't know, a good hour with Mike. So, uh, Mike C., thanks for coming by. So uh, he said, you know, with all of you uh, podcasters always like on each other's shows, do you have any listeners that are not actually podcasters <laughs> that's shitty <laughs> okay fair <laughs> fair yeah yeah, yeah. and, and uh, so i pulled up the pod bean and i showed him our numbers i was like no i'm pretty certain we're we're okay <laughs> and, you know he laughed he was he was just kidding but yeah um yeah a lot of uh a lot of cross-pollination going on <laughs>
3: So yes as Shane mentioned earlier in the show we do not want to let you guys forget you know we are giving you guys nothing but reasons reasons and excuses to join us in Vegas in November we are going to be having rooms dirt cheap for you guys that weekend everything set up at the plaza we have our promotional code set up you guys can reach out to any one of us on Twitter Facebook um any any social media platform If you guys are interested, send emails. We will get you guys set up at the plaza. Again, if you guys have um, comps and offers from any Las Vegas properties, the plaza will match those as far as your stays and stuff like that. That way you guys can come hang out with us downtown all weekend long. Of course, we're going to be having a few events we're going to be doing. So it's going to be a blast. We're going to be hanging out at Pop-Up Pizza. We're going to be over at The Mint. We're going to be of course at some point stopping over at our friends at alice island we're going to be all over the place and you know we're not going to be so strip heavy on this trip but we are going to be focusing downtown and off strip more or less that way we can check out some of the different sides of towns that we don't get to make it to so again if you guys are interested that's marathon weekend come hang out with the vegas confessions guys we know las vegas junkie podcast gonna be out there chris from faces and aces all of our friends from tipping the odds and again We're going to be inviting a lot of YouTubers, bloggers, all of our friends that we have in town already. We're going to be having everybody come down, hang out with us at the Mint. Um, We're going to be having drinks. I think somebody's came up with a clever idea to ride scooters that weekend. So, I mean, there's a lot going on. We're going to be having a blast all over the town, you know, and expect to be tired by the time you guys leave. So, again, if you guys are looking for a good time and you guys want to have a blast with us and all of our friends all weekend long, Definitely reach out to us. We will get you guys set up with all the plaza info you guys need for that weekend.
0: Yeah, you know, and I don't know if it was a good idea necessarily with the scooters. I'm still on the fence with that. I, I'm, <laughs> I don't know if I want to be perusing around Vegas on a fucking scooter. But, you know, yeah, you know, when in Rome, I suppose. But what's cool about this whole thing is, you know, this is a little bit different from some of the other trips we've made for Ocean's 14 because we – you know, usually it's kind of the, the podcast group and then people come out if they can they can make that time. But we've decided to to reach out, like Julian said, and to, um, you know, bloggers and everybody else involved, anybody who really loves Vegas. And, of course, Marathon Weekend. So we got the marathon going on. And it kind of surprised me, man, to know, like, how many people are actually running the marathon or a sort of. If they're not doing this one, they're doing this one. I thought that was kind right. of a cool turnout, you know.
3: Well, and it's it's really neat that a lot of people seem to be in town already that weekend. So we've had people reach out to us and be like, Wait a minute, you guys are already in town and you guys have this deal going on, but I'm already set up over here at this place. That's no problem. We'll reach out. Let's get all this stuff set up right, in place right. together. That way we know, you know, we can coordinate with them and get things moved in place. So I mean It's really exciting, even the people that are not going to be involved in the marathon and just coming out, you know, because now they have a valid reason or excuse to come and come to Vegas. We've given them, you know, cheap rooms. We're going to obviously give you guys some of the best prices in town for ride share and give you guys our insight with joy. So, again, we have plenty of connections in town. So where you guys are not going to, you know, spend an arm and a leg just to get around town and stuff like that. We're all about looking out for you guys and, of course, having a good time. So. We we encourage any of you guys, if you're on the fence and you're interested, come out. You won't regret it.
0: No, I agree. I think it's awesome. Too cool that everything's going on. Um, I, for one, can't wait, personally, because I need the goddamn break. It has been too busy (laughs) at work. I feel like I've been a phantom somewhere, you know. So, awesome. (laughs) Thanks, man, for all the recap. Ha-ha! So hopefully you guys are enjoying the episode so far. Uh, We're going to go ahead and take a quick break and plug some promos and friends of other podcasts and uh, enjoy.
6: Every year, over 40 million people travel to Las Vegas with each person creating as many as three memorable stories per visit. This means annually over 120 million stories about what happened in Vegas have been left behind in Vegas, abandoned, scared and alone leaving the city with a massive story overpopulation crisis. This is why Faces and Aces Las Vegas has partnered with Vegas Confessions to bring you the stories that have been left behind in Vegas. By downloading and listening, you'll be hearing stories that deserve to be set free. Please, for as little as two hours a week, you can make a difference. What happens in Vegas doesn't have to stay in Vegas anymore. Faces and Aces Las Vegas is available on most podcasting platforms. Visit the website at FacesandAcesLV.com and follow the show on Twitter at Faces and Won't you download and listen and help set these stories free? And together, we can help solve the story overpopulation problem by releasing them into the wild. <laughs>
3: So Eric, you like betting on any college games?
4: Uh, no, uh, pros only. But looking forward to the NFL. What about you, nice. Shane? What about you? You bet?
0: You know, I don't bet. I mean, you know, I'm a Seahawks fan. We're not doing good this year. But as far as betting goes, I, you know, I don't really. That's not my forte. I really don't know a lot about sports betting, honestly.
4: So we actually had uh, a message. Uh, one of the listeners asked if we could go over uh, what sports betting is like and what the different options are um they gave a a brief overview on do for a win and by the way mm-hmm. for all of you that are sending your hate mail to do for a win at <laughs> thank I you appreciate, <laughs> i appreciate <laughs> it. <keeping laughs> that. that's right craig doesn't understand why all of these emails say Eric sucks or uh, <laughs> sucks. it's never any Julian sucks. I don't understand why. Oh, shit.
3: Well, now you've just enticed them. Thanks. Eric. Yes, exactly. All right.
4: So, so Julian sucks goes to <laughs> do for a win at gmail.com. Uh, so we wanted to talk a little bit about sports betting in general and the different options betting on football. And this will work either pro or college. Um, and we're, we're bringing in a ringer um, uh of, of the three of us, two of us bet actively, but one of us has a spouse that is probably uh, the most uh, of the group, uh, the most active. Uh, welcome in the lovely Kelly Kuma.
2: Hi, everybody. Hey, welcome, Kelly. What's going on? Uh, living the dream, right, Shane?
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you for coming on, by the way, uh, to start to talk actually semi-pro on this whole sports betting thing. Maybe uh, between you and the other two, you can kind of enlighten us and figure out what we got
4: going on. I will try. All right. So, Kelly, limit it to football. Uh, are you college, pro, both? It doesn't matter.
2: Both. both. I do like betting on both.
4: All right. So, uh, what is your normal? uh bet look like are you a uh, parlay better or just the point spreads or teasers things of that nature
2: You know it depends on my bankroll so if i'm winning i'll do more single bets because those are you know more or less the safer wagers but i mm-hmm. really do like the parlays just because you kind of get more bang for your buck you know if you do a $20 three team parlay in football it's going to pay you $120. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you it's more a little more exciting, I guess, if you can hit a three-team parlay up to, you know, I've done like five and six team parlays and hit them before and, you know, the payout's about 800 bucks off a $20 parlay. That's pretty exciting. Doesn't happen very often, of course, you know, because of the odds, but it's fun. And I always do the spreads. I never do money lines when I do college
0: Okay, so okay. you're you're again. This is a uh, you know I'm the novice of it, but when you're speaking parlay, um, break that down a little bit for somebody who really doesn't know the lingo.
2: Oh yeah, so a parlay means that you're going to bet anywhere from two up to I mean I think you can do up to like fifteen teams, and all of those teams have to win by a specific number of points or more.
1: Okay. For right. so so example,
2: each... for example, if I had University of Georgia, you know, and the spread was 21 and then I had UCLA and it said the spread was 14 and then I had Fresno State and the spread was 14 as well. If Fresno State and UCLA win, both win their games by more than 14 points and my Georgia Bulldogs, of course, win by more than their 21, which they'll probably win like 50 every game. Calm down. I would win all of those three <laughs> games by that number of points. So I would win that bet.
4: So the parlay is each individual wager must be a winner for the ticket itself to be a winner. And the odds basically compound based upon the difficulty of uh, properly handicapping each individual bet. Right. Correct. Cool. Okay. Okay. Good, good, good. So you also mentioned point spreads. So for anybody who's not familiar with a point spread, um, basically that game, when it's broken down, uh, the money is usually kept the same. It's usually minus 110 on both sides. Not always. So that means for a $100 bet, you're actually wagering $110 to win $100. And then one team will... uh, given points that'll be the underdog and uh, the favorite will be laying points you would actually be subtracting points from their skirt to determine if the wager is a winner or not uh, what about over unders kelly do you bet them
2: very rarely do i do the over unders simply because even though i like to bet i don't really research the specifics of the teams how you know, more professional bettors, they'll do like the last five years that team had played this team, this is what the score was and stuff like that. So I'm just more unsure on that. It's more of a, you know, coin flip for me if I do an over-under bet. What about you, Eric? Do you ever do an over-unders?
4: I only do them in a parlay. So if I have a team that is uh, traditionally a very high-scoring team uh, or a low-scoring team, I might take the over with the high-scoring team or the under with a low scoring team, which would mean that my team needs to win by the spread as well as the total score be over or under uh, that given number. So uh, just to be clear, an over under might be set at uh, 41 points for the game and you would add up the total uh, points scored for both teams. And if those two numbers are greater than 41, then the over would be the winner. And if it was under 41, then the under. Hmm. What about you, Jay? you ever uh, dabble in these?
3: Over-unders, I usually don't. I think one time a couple years ago when we went to Laughlin, remember, babe, I had like a six-team parlay. Yes. Every team had covered, Eric, and that I think I needed the Falcons to win by six. It was
2: the pros. It was was pro football.
3: Yeah, and... It was, I ended up losing they, by one point. I right. like, could have had like twelve hundred bucks. It was just a stupid bet. Uh, it was fun though. Uh, yeah, like I said, six teams. It was wild, babe. Huh?
2: <laughs> it was really fun. It was. It was. And, it, and that game, that particular game, went into overtime and it ended up like no matter what, he wasn't gonna cover the spread. I wasn't spread. gonna
1: get it. Yeah. So he, oh, he was that
2: like, sucks. yeah, super sad because like the game wasn't over, but he knew there's no way. He could win, you know, so he was just like, oh, frustrated. And the Falcons ended up winning, so that made it even worse. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but they couldn't cover. But so, they yeah. couldn't so, cover. Yeah. But it's, it's fun, though. If you can get some of those games down and you know you think you'd have an edge with some games and you can get some of the right ones, like I said, two, three games, they'll pay off better than one game does. So
4: if I had a six-team parlay and I was 5-0 and oh going into the sixth game, I would very strongly consider hedging and <laughs> yeah. that betting on the other side for sure locking a profit you know mm-hmm. i not everybody does that and uh, scared money don't make money i believe yeah, is the yeah. expression uh, <laughs> but any any time i can lock in a, a significant profit uh i'm i'm gonna do it you guys hedge it all
2: no i yeah. never hedge and simply because i am a gambler,
3: (laughs) you know, if I I was (laughs) a little more
2: level-headed, I would do exactly what you do, Eric, but I am in it to win it.
3: (laughs) I'm the same deal. Even when it comes to craps, like I barely started hedging some of my bets. Like I just, you know, between you and you can bet on that, you know, I barely started picking up on that over the last year of hedging my bets. So I don't, you know, get hurt and get exposed to that volatility right off the back. So it's, it's, it's smart though. Yeah. If you're hedging, it's smart.
0: I'm sorry. Here's a question for, again, the novice. When you talk about hedging, when, so I'm look when would a person do that and the time frame for doing that? Like, what's that look like? Does that make sense?
4: Yeah. So now if you asked me this question, you know, years ago, the answer would be really different than today. So now um, they offer in-game betting. So if you oh. decide that you want to hedge, the game could have already started. It doesn't matter. A okay. line That's moves was based upon um, time left and the existing score. So you can really be hedging, you know, even half time of the game that happened.
0: Okay. Okay. Okay.
4: Makes huh. sense. So um, for me personally, what I like to do, and uh, I don't usually get to six uh six teams in a parlay, but let's use that as an example. By the time I'm four and oh, I'm now looking at other lines and other books to see where the most advantageous hedge would be. Right, right. Right? Because I've already locked in this sixteen parlay is all with one book. Hmm. But I very well may be able to get a much cheaper hedge elsewhere. Okay. And whether that makes sense. So whether huh. right? So whether you're in Las Vegas or you're in any other uh, jurisdiction with legal gaming, or if you are looking maybe someplace not in America, uh, you you may get a a very... I like how you say that.
3: (laughs) Wait, you can bet in other places in America? Uh Costa Rica? (laughs) (laughs) Cuba.
4: there, there There might be a .ag at the end of it. It's possible. Uh-huh. I think mine
2: says like .eu or something. Yeah, like that. Okay.
4: Right. <laughs> Mine's
3: oh. out a Cuban. I thought they were only good for sandwiches, but guess not. Calm <laughs> <Gobbed out. laughs>
4: down. Or, or believe it or not, assuming you have a guy, you might have a better line with somebody local. So right. okay. When, okay. when the hedging, or at least when the research for the hedging is, is when I have enough equity in the bet that it warrants Considering at least taking money out on the other side, so even though four out of six teams isn't a winner, I know uh, I know what my uh, worst-case scenario is, and I know that by placing money on the other side of the existing bets, you know I can put myself in a free roll situation where if it breaks right, I win a lot. If it doesn't break right, I win a little, or you know, if it's really a max hedge, then you get. Two Okay, that makes sense.
0: So here's a question. I know a little bit of history with this, but honestly, I, I really, and anybody in the forum here between, you know, Eric or uh, Kelly or, you know, Julian, a lot of the sports books that I see, does anybody, so the name Will, William Hill. So is yeah. that, where does that, how does that tie into, like, I see it, I see sports books named after that. Where, was that like one of the original
4: it's one of the big books out in England. Okay. All right. And um you've seen them in the states because they are I mean, they're all over Nevada. Like downtown, yeah. almost every sports book is a William Hill sports book. I noticed, yeah. Um yeah, they're they're in Atlantic City. They are the sports book at uh Ocean. They are uh Mammoth Park is a William Hill uh and you may have seen their name come up for less than desirable reasons. That's why I asked because I did Mm -hmm. see that. So I was wondering, okay. So the, the knock on William Hill is that if you are deemed to be a sharp better, meaning, uh, you know, you, you win more than you lose regularly. Um, they, they refuse action where they limit, your ability to put action in to a point where you just wouldn't want to deal with them. Oh, okay. Okay. Um they deny it, but uh, you know, you hear it once, okay. You hear it twice, okay. By the thirtieth time that you hear the story, <laughs> you know, uh maybe there's some truth to it.
1: Mm, I've
4: well. I've never had any issue with them. Um, but the action that I give them is probably not large enough to register anywhere. Uh, but I've I've been on a good run with them and they haven't given me a hard time. But mm, okay. Their their lines have been the best in New Jersey by far. I was nice. gonna ask, because I
0: think I remember you mentioning that when everything was said and done a, a few episodes ago. Yeah, I was just curious. I hear the name. I just you know, you don't correlate the name with what's going on. So Okay.
4: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep. So uh my favorite type of bet we haven't discussed yet. These are teasers. So teasers work like a parlay in that you have to get all of the underlying wagers, uh, correct for the bet to be a winner, but they help you out along the way. So depending on how many teams you put into a teaser, they actually give you extra points, but you don't get the higher payout. So it becomes a much easier bet to win than a true parlay. Oh, okay. Okay, so to give you an example, and each book does it a little bit differently, but you can, let's say, um, pick a three-team teaser, and they'll let you add seven points to your bet. So if the listed bet is Philadelphia Eagles are minus three against the Raiders and you took the Philadelphia Eagles, they had seven to minus three and now you're plus four. And if you had the Raiders plus three, now you add seven and you're at plus 10. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that makes you sense. Would, you would right. have to do that three times. Sure. So they don't, they don't pay you the much higher odds like they do in a parlay, but it becomes a lot more fun. And there's for me, at least you know, there's uh there's less to sweat.
0: Well, it's almost like a kind of like a side bet on the bet, sort of. That's what it sounds like. Is
4: that kind of? Yeah. And, and they have they have side bets on the bet also. Uh, those oh are God, my head's spinning. Okay. Prop- <laughs> Prop- <laughs> propositions. You can bet on uh, which team will score first, which player will score first, uh, whether a team's first possession is going to be a touchdown, a field goal, a turnover, punt. Um. Yeah. So I mean, like it—it's it, really got fairly sophisticated now. So at this point, you know, if you have an app and that app works, or not, those apps exist too. You probably <laughs> have—I have, don't know—a couple of hundred options on, you know, ways that you can bet. All right. Cool. So that's just a brief breakdown of the uh, different bets available with the upcoming football season. Uh, Kelly, we want to thank you for coming by and uh, sharing your experience.
3: Too cool, man. And I thought, you know, I told her before we started recording, there might be a, I might be calling you in to come on the podcast. She looked at me a little weird. I was like, man, if there's anybody I know that knows their sports betting stuff, it's (laughs) you. And she's like, all right, I'll come on. So cool. Pretty cool cool she came on.
0: That's experience, man. There's nothing wrong with that. That's awesome.
3: She definitely so. knows her shit. Now you guys see where I get it from. Right.
0: Well, <laughs> and I will say I will. I, I've learned. St- you know, the one thing that I I like the gambling where you're not, you know, it's not like an action packed. You've really got to pay attention. You t- That's why I've always looked towards sport, sports booking where, you know, I watch a guys just got to lounge around in the chairs, drink beer, and watch a game. And what they're yeah. betting on and how they do it. And I always wondered how and why and what are they betting on. This is, you know, for me, this is a good learning experience, I feel. You know, so, yeah, thank you, everybody. That's awesome.
3: We're not professionals when it comes to sports betting. By no means don't take our advice with everything we say. Don't listen to us and then be pissed off at us when your bets don't work, you know. But, of course, we do it because we have fun doing it. Like like my wife said, maybe we're addicted, whatever. But it is fun to do. And when you cash in on those extra games and stuff, it can be fun. And, you know... Like we said earlier, do not forget about the Plaza deals for everybody going out to Vegas this weekend. You guys have a blast. We will see you guys on the next trip for sure. And again, be safe. Enjoy your guys' selves.
0: Yeah, and for uh, any of those who are going to go out and do sports booking and take some of the advice that we've had on this podcast, again, not professionals, but it seems like Kelly's got her mind wrapped around how she wants to do it and what's going on, and we explained some of that. If you do go do sports betting, um, and for some reason it goes awry, um, please email um, (laughs) doforwin.com, let them know that that's what happened. And, and we'll go from there. So the only thing I have on my side is we are working on a new segment that we're trying to do called Barfly. Um, I've got some things lined up. And just like with Julian with the food uh, episodes and the reviews, you know, we're missing this whole section of just bars. And so we're trying to kind of throw that in the mix as well as what we usually banter about, the history, um, back and forth shout outs. We're, you know, kind of, you know kind of spice up a little bit, shake the, shake the rattle, see what we have. And, uh, that should be coming out here shortly. So, um, yeah, that's all I got. Eric, you got anything?
4: Uh, nothing here. Anybody who's going to be at Vegas vacation seven, I look forward to seeing you there. Um, that's it. That sounds like it's, uh, he's Shane. Cheers. (laughs) You motherfucker. (laughs) Cheers.
3: Cheers. Thank you.
5: I I sing my song But people don't you listen now I sing along You don't know what you're missing now Any little song that you know to grow